biggest failure on CNN? KD. KD. Who's the biggest failure on CNN? KD. 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 Woo! I see you, KD. KC has not forgotten about you. I know the rest of the mainstream media tends to overlook you. I get the feeling that your bosses at CNN might be looking to replace you in prime time, but that's okay. That's okay. Because you are always on my mind. It is a volatile time right now if you're an overpaid doofus in cable news. Saw a report yesterday, I think it was from Mediate. They were claiming that cable news networks, they are preparing to trim the budget. The one area executives are focusing on the most, salaries of high-priced talent. Or, in some cases, the salaries of high-priced lack of talent. Times are even more dangerous right now if you find yourself making millions of dollars a year and you are struggling to draw flies to a fresh turd. Believe it or not, the vast majority of revenue generated by cable news networks doesn't come from advertising, doesn't come from sponsors, doesn't come from people like Mike the Pillow Guy, whose commercials seem to run on repeat on Fox News 24 hours a day. Hey there, I'm Mike Slidell. My pillows are so great, they'll have you dreaming that the inflatable woman laying next to you is actually capable of breathing without an air compressor. The majority of revenue generated by cable news networks, it comes from cable and satellite subscriptions. For decades, this has been a very profitable model. This model has allowed CNN to pay someone like Wolf Blitzer, woof, 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 this model has allowed CNN to pay someone like the unintimidating Wolf $15 million a year to entertain all 15 of his viewers. However, with less than half the country now subscribing to cable and satellite, the networks, they are beginning to find themselves in deep shit. Couple that with the fact that ratings on CNN will have the network nominated for the second annual Huge Embarrassing Failure Awards, and you have a recipe for disaster. Over the last few years, we have seen numerous layoffs in cable news. For the most part, the victims of woke welfare expiration are staffers working behind the scenes. Now, though, it's being reported that executives at CNN, they are rethinking their strategy. Why are we laying off dozens of people who are making 75000 a year when we could be laying off one person making millions of dollars a year? Going to be interesting to see what happens throughout the rest of the year in cable news. We could speculate all day about who might be at risk of having their woke welfare expire. What we don't have to speculate about is Caitlin Collins' abysmal ratings in prime time. During the third quarter of last year, the girl named Rue, she was averaging 666,000 viewers. Now, I referenced the third quarter because I want to be fair to my Ruru. During the fourth quarter, ratings will decline because of the holidays. Katie is off work while CNN has some doofus filling in for her in prime time. People are barely willing to watch Caitlin Collins. Why in the hell would they tune in to watch her replacement? So, I compared her third quarter ratings to her ratings for the month of February. Last month, Caitlin Collins averaged 626,000, a decline of almost 7%. She had a 5% decline in the key 25 to 54 demo with only 136,000 viewers. 18 to 49 demo? Forget about it. Only 90,000 young people watch Caitlin Collins on a nightly basis. Now, my inside sources tell me, most of these 90,000 are lonely men who watch Katie Rue on mute. After two, maybe three minutes, they turn off her show to continue playing Dungeons and Dragons.
It is abundantly clear at this point, Caitlin Collins is not the rising star that CNN thought she was. Now, you got to remember, the idea to put Caitlin Collins in prime time, that did not come from current CNN president Mark Thompson. This idea of brilliance, it came from the former president of CNN, Chris Licht, better known here on the channel as Chris the Bongo Licker. Now, many people were confused at the time, myself included, when Chris Licker moved Ruru to prime time. She had already demonstrated her unique ability to not resonate with viewers on CNN this morning. Caitlin Collins was the third chair on that trio of huge embarrassing failures that tanked CNN's morning lineup. She was a supporting cast member to Poppy Harlow and Donnie Lemon. Now, of course, Katie didn't see it that way. She thought she was the star. She thought she was the reason that dozens of viewers were tuning in. When Donnie Lemon harshly reminded her that it was his show, he was the star, and she was only there to support him and not constantly interrupt him when he was filling the air with toxic mouth farts, Caitlin Collins, she got upset and left the studio crying tears of agony. Somehow, that story was mysteriously leaked to the New York Post, and I think it was Radar Online, where Caitlin Collins was painted as the ultimate victim, and Donnie was portrayed as this bitter, angry man filled with toxic masculinity. Unfortunately for Katie Rue, her victim status didn't translate to ratings on CNN This Morning, and it's not translating to ratings in prime time. CNN This Morning ended up being canceled, buried in the woke cemetery next to the donut diva Brian Stelter. And if things don't get better for this dump called The Source... Her primetime show, it might get buried too. I never understood that name, The Source. Um, the source of what? The source of propaganda? The source of incredibly biased news coverage? I know one thing for certain, it is damn sure not the source of charisma because Caitlin Collins has none. I have seen more charisma in a muted walrus than I have seen in Caitlin Collins. The walrus might be mute, might not be able to talk, but... At least it smiles every once in a while. All this time I have been covering Caitlin Collins, I have never seen her smile. Let me show you another reason Katie Rue is struggling to draw an audience. Yesterday, after three years of ignoring the southern border, well, that's not necessarily true. John Biden hasn't been ignoring the southern border. I mean, he has been working hard to spread the border wider than the bruised caboose. John Biden hasn't ignored the illegal immigrants crossing the southern border, but he has been ignoring the people who are living there. You know, the actual American citizens who pay taxes, the border patrol agents who have been neutered by this administration. Don't arrest these people. This is John Biden's America. Everyone is welcome as long as they vote for me. Well, uh, what if we catch someone on the most wanted list, provide them with a fake identity, and give them a dozen ballots? Yesterday, after three years of ignoring American citizens who had their communities changed by this influx of illegal immigrants, John Biden, he decided to finally visit the southern border. He didn't delegate this task to his pretend vice president. This visit was so important that Johnny B., 
he left his Delaware dungeon and visited the border himself. But this was not a noble gesture. This was not a concerned president concerned about his subjects. I mean, constituents. In my opinion, the only reason Johnny B. Biden was visiting the border yesterday is because Donald Trump, Orange Man Bad, was down there with his bestie, the face of Maybelline himself, Sean Hannity. Maybe it's Hannity! Before his interview with Hannity, the Trumper, he gave a speech that was carried by CNN. Now, to her credit, it appears that Caitlin Collins allowed the speech to be aired. She didn't borrow the strategy from Rachel Maddow and MSNBC, where they allow Trump to speak for 10 or 15 seconds, then interrupt the speech in the supposed interest of protecting their viewers. We must interrupt this speech. We have a responsibility to our audience to not allow opposing viewpoints on this network. We know you don't have the ability to think for yourselves, which is fine. That's fine. That's why we have Joy Reid on our payroll to tell you what to think. Again, at least Caitlin Collins and CNN allowed the speech to be aired. After the speech, Caitlin Collins brought on some doofus named Danny Dale. Supposedly, he is the resident fact checker at CNN. I actually feel bad for this dude. I bet he never gets a break, never gets time off. If he is responsible for fact-checking CNN, that is a never-ending job. I can't remember the last time factual information was actually shared on CNN. Danny and Katie, they spent the next few minutes trying to disprove everything Trump is saying about the southern border. At one point, Danny was reaching so hard to disprove the Trumper, he criticized Trump for exaggerating the number of miles constructed on the border wall. <laughs> How far was Trump off in his exaggeration? Watch for yourself. Uh, former President Trump also repeated his uh, frequent claim that he built 571 mm -hmm. miles of wall. We have official figures on that. It is 458 miles, much of which, it's important to note, is replacement barrier, uh, replacing barriers that previously existed, not covering parts of the border that had no barriers in the past. None of which Mexico also paid for, which was another pledge of his and something that he brings up. The other thing he seemed to suggest was that 10 million people are illegally going to come in the country in the next nine months, that's something that just has zero basis whatsoever. Yeah, I mean, I, as a as fact check man, I try to stay away from fact checking predictions because, you know, theoretically anything could happen. But that number certainly would far exceed the pace we've seen, e even while seeing record levels under President Biden. Really? Seriously? Is CNN so desperate to portray Trump as a liar that they are looking at the number of miles of the border wall he claims he built and the number of miles that were actually built? I did notice a glaring omission here. Since this was a fact-checking session and since Caitlin Collins presents herself as a nonpartisan reporter who is supposedly apolitical, how come she didn't ask Danny the fact-checker how many miles of border wall that John Biden has built? What was his campaign slogan in 2020? Wasn't it, Build Back Better? How come the building part of that slogan wasn't finishing the border wall? Trump may be exaggerating how many miles were built under his administration, but at least he built hundreds of miles of a wall. John Biden, to my knowledge, he hadn't even built yards. Hell, he hadn't even constructed a single foot. Also notice, Katie Rue and Danny, they did not compare illegal immigration statistics between Trump and Biden. Huh. I wonder why. 
Why would they overlook that? Why would they refuse to do it? I actually went to the Border Patrol website. They have a graph labeled Arrest of Criminal Non-Citizens. I think that is the equitable way of saying illegal immigrants. Now, these numbers, they represented illegal immigrants who were arrested in America for committing major crimes. 2019, there were almost 4,300 arrests. Fiscal year 2024, which started October 1st, five months ago, in five months, there's already been 5,600 arrests. Last year, there were over 15,000. But Caitlin Collins, she's not going to tell you that. No, 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 no. CNN does not pay her to give you the truth. (laughs) But give me your thoughts on this. Caitlin Collins continues to be a huge embarrassing failure in the ratings. Her ratings are down 7% in an election year. With new leadership at CNN, do you think Caitlin Collins can survive in prime time with these bad ratings? Also, give me your thoughts on her fact-checking session with Danny, Doofus, or whoever the hell that was. How come they fact-check Trump, but they don't do the same for John Biden? I wonder why. Let me know. Sound off in the comments below. Like, subscribe, share the video. I appreciate your support. Follow me on Twitter at KC underscore BTL84, and I'll see you guys tomorrow.